Cornucopia Radio presents presents This was the biggest mass picket in South Yorkshire since the strike began. There were at least 6,000 miners, perhaps many more, and they stretched back as far as the eye could see. Facing them were 700 policemen in full riot gear, with another 500 waiting close by. There was an atmosphere of real tension, with neither side knowing what the other would do next. Would do next. Digging Deep by Alice Collins I was chopping carrots. I'd just been upstairs to Phil. He finds it hard to settle these days, especially after dark. Makes him anxious. Gave him his tablets. Then there was a knock at the door. I'd made my mind up. I put on my coat and, and then I changed it and took it off again. Twenty-five years. It seemed a long time. She said, switch that radio off. It only upsets you. But I like radio. It's been one last pleasure, I'd said. And we'll have to get a gwee. I thought, why don't they ring the bell? Who knocks at your back door these days? I could see it was a woman through the glass. Small, huddled over, like she was inspecting the door handle. I wasn't sure I'd got the right place. I knew they'd moved. But I recognised the homemade curtains. Make do and mend. Old habits die hard in these parts. Someone at the door. I shouted, Anne. I tried to. My voice got lost somewhere. Coughing fit. Breathe. Just breathe deep, lad, I told me said. When I got the door open, it was stuck on account of damp. I didn't recognise her at first. Hello, Anne, she said. Do you remember me? Here, pass us that flask, and it's bloody freezing out here. Yeah, Jesus, I never thought it'd be so cold. Yeah, but look at that sky. It's, it's kind of beautiful, isn't it? Ah, Milkman thinks I'm having an affair. Never seen me up so early. <laughs> Is he with us? He's not giving us any free milk. Well, he should stop me living to scabs and just show a bit of class solidarity. Ah, oh, Maggie's a Milkman's lass, isn't she? <laughs> Maggie Thatcher, Milk Snatcher. Do you remember? <laughs> we sang it in the playground. I didn't know what the hell it meant. You know... I never thought in all my life I'd be on a picket line. And talking at meetings, eh? You of all people, eh? Still no cop at that. Oh, I like it. Nobody's stopping you, motor god. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your Tom thinks it's you that's on strike instead of him. Well, I wish it were. Yeah? That'd make things a lot easier. With the kids? No, principals. Hey! Here they come, look, scab van. Bloody hell, hang on to me, eh? Is that... Oh, Jesus! Oh, come on, link up. Maggie! Maggie! Out, out, out! Maggie! Maggie! Out, out, out! Traitors to your community, you scab bastards! That policeman! Look out! He's trunching! Is it that miner? Oh, Lay off, you bastard! Leave him be! 
Bastie! God, did you see that? His head's bleeding. Bastards! And come on, they're trying to get in at the gate. Come on! Hello, Anne, she said. I didn't recognise her at first. Then it dawned. Hazel. What are you doing here? She didn't look much different. She didn't know me at first. And the years haven't been so kind to me. I've come to see Phil. I've heard he's not too well. well I could hear my voice shaking like I was saying lines I've rehearsed a thousand times but couldn't get right. I've come to see Phil. How is he? She didn't ask me in. I just stood there on her back step. I brought some flapjack. He used to like it. He'll not be wanting no flapjack from you, I said. I knew that had hurt her, but that was my intention. I remember reaching out, what a joke. Bloody woman, she put it out of reach. Leaning, breathing, shoved it off onto the floor. Oh, sod it. Soaking all up, bloody carpet. Anne! You'd better come in. There. I'd said it. Invited her in. Twenty-five years. Over my threshold, into my kitchen, like I said I never would ever again. It was Phil that did it. Coughing his lungs up, smashing the water jug by accident. Funny that. Ironic. She came into my house because I had to go upstairs to tend to my sick husband. Sick because of what she and her kind had done to him. Can I sit down? There's a chair. Uh, is he, Phil, all right? Can I do anything? Shall I make us a brew? If you like. Um, um. I'm coming, love. Wait down here, Hazel. Is your name still Hazel? I'd heard you'd changed it. No, it's still Hazel. Right. Teabags by the sink. Oh, God, Phil, what have you done? I was trying to take me tablets. How many times? Wait for me, I've told you. I know. Look, sit up a bit. <coughs> oh, here, love. <coughs> try, try a cup of oxygen. Where's the mask? You're bloody sitting on it. Move. Steady. Don't help. There's nothing else. Put it on your bugger. I look like a cyberman. Who's looking? You. (laughs) (laughs) I'm used to it. You'd rather have Doctor Who, I know. Too right. Put it on. Annie, Annie, don't don't bring anyone up, will you? To see me. They've not come to see you. Who is it downstairs? Just catalogue. Christmas Club. I don't want no more bloody credit. Tell them sod off. I will. And don't go signing up for stuff when I'm not there. You will. I know you, bloody women. Yeah, I'll go on a cruise, maybe. What, without me? We'll see. Who knows? Put that mask on again, you awkward bugger. Come on. I'll bring you a brew. Right. 
Sure do, I love. How many today? Upwards of 400. Oh, friggin' Jesus, we'll never cope. How's those flapjacks? Flapjacks from hell, these. If the lads don't eat them, we can lob them at the scabs. Your Tom out today? No, stopped in. Kid patrol. I should bloody think so. You should get it straight in your house who's wearing pants. Hey, taste this. Lovely. No, it's just a miserable git. Tell him. When he's not on picket duty, we need you here. Get that kitchen up, lasses. You've got 20 starving men out here. All right. Hold your horses. Food's got to cook. You don't want your Brussels like bullets, do you? You'll be right, love. Keep them hard. Harder the better, eh, lads? We'll not hate them. We'll just shove them all the way up, Maggie. Aye, language. Open up, Hazel. Let them in. The heroes return. Stink kidly pie. Magnificent. What would we do without you, lasses? You'd have no bloody picket line for a start. Aye, true enough. Hey, don't be mean with them chips. Is that right about the pickets? Seems so. So many buggers have gone back, us women keep it going. Well, helping. Afternoon shift, you coming? When? Tomorrow. Not seen you for a while. Well, it depends. On what? Tom. He's been uh, awkward. What's new? He says he's going back. You're joking. Oh, I wish I was. What are you doing here, then? Oh, Anne, don't. It's not me. After all he said, stick together. Solidarity. Why? Money. Money? What does he think we're doing here every day? Pinching our bellies, trying to get 400 hot meals on the table. Fridays in the pouring rain, stood outside quick saves. Spat at. Don't go on. We're in debt, serious. Loan sharks making threats. I'm scared for the kids. Your Tom, he's scared of nothing. He could go ten rounds against Muhammad Ali. Well, he reckons we're not going to win. We'll get forced back anyway. Then union men will be fair picking. What do you reckon? I don't know. I have to support my husband, I suppose. And betray your community. Nine o'clock pickets just come in. Guess someone on scab bus, Hazel. Your husband, Tom. What's he got to say for this then? Take that apron off. Get out. You're not welcome here. Anne, I'm sorry. You bloody will be. Scab. Get out. yours over there. Do you still take sugar? No. How's your Darren? In Afghanistan. Does he like it? What? Killing people? No, army life. Been doing it long enough. Now tells to do round here. Shooting skag up your arm in an alleyway, maybe. Ah, Stephen tried for university, but he didn't get in. Poor lad. He ended up at Polly, as was then. Geology. He was always keen on rocks. Collecting things, like his dad. I haven't told you, have I? His dad passed away. Tom? Three years back. I suppose I should feel sorry. Oh, don't expect you to. I'm just letting you know. Is that why you've come? Well, I heard your fill was badly. Emphysemia. 
chronic bronchitis, yeah. Badly. I'm sorry to hear that. What are you doing here? There she was, after 25 years. My old friend, my best friend, sat at my kitchen table, small, huddled, her eyes twitching back and forwards like she was on red alert. All of a sudden, she stood up. I could see her hand tighten and flinch like she was holding back, like she was making up her mind whether to hit me. I've got something for Phil. There's now we want from you. We went our separate ways. You turned me out of your house. Do you blame me? I came to you for help. You were my friend. I wasn't your friend. Not by then. Oh, how would you feel, Annie? Dog shit through your letterbox every day for months. Your lad set upon coming home from school, black eyes, trashed books, air yanked out by the handful. We were scared. You shouldn't have gone back. I didn't go back. He did. Come off it. You could wind that man round your little finger. It were thick as two short planks anyway. No, it was self-interest. Look after number one. We well, reckon Maggie'd never stand for strikes. Not a, another winter of discontent. That brought down Callahan. She'd pick the unions off one by one. He were bloody right there. But I didn't think he were right. You know, one of the biggest mysteries to me was why you were so keen. Picket needed. I'll go. Soup kitchen. I'm your woman. Rely on me. I thought you were great. No, you were. You're shyer than me. What you did? That talk at the Rotary Club, do you remember? Oh, that old biddy. Arthur Spargill and his cloth cap colonels are the enemy within. And you standing up facing her down. The real enemy is this Tory government destroying working class communities. Middle class twits like you lot don't know you're born. Get your heads out the Daily Mail. Get off your fat asses. Get your sons down to the picket line. Yeah, I remember. Get this sent on to picket line. That made her eyes shine. Anne. Anne. Time for his tablets. I've got to go up. Anne, can I see Phil? You can't come back. Pretend nothing's happened. Anyway, he's too poorly. I don't want him upsetting. I wish I could turn the clock back. (laughs) You've got a cheek, but then you always did have. I had to choose. Him, me husband, or... Yeah, us. You could have left him. Well, Tom's dad died without ever speaking to us for 20 years. You know, Phil's never worked since. Did you know that? All that's left round here is the colliery band. And they're crap. You moved away. Forced out. Yes. Time's made you hard, Anne. I'll be going then. I've got something for Phil, if he'd like it. What? Before he died... Tom sorted out his stuff, and he had emphysema too, and he kept this. An old miner's lamp. Look, the the battery still works. He got rid of most of them, but this one, he wanted Phil to have it. I don't know. They were miners, together, mates, man and boy, for years. Before all this lot. Will he give it him? Memories, eh? Man. All right. Leave it there. Thank you. It's kind of you. I am sorry. 
I lost you as my friend. Too much has happened. Our lives... Ours too! Don't blame the victims, Anne. You're still too clever for me. Too clever by half. You'd better go. Here's my email address. If you fancy meeting up... I'll see. Mind the door. It sticks. Bye, Anne. I took that old lamp off the table, put it on the sink. It was dirty, grimy with history, memories of men underground, waist deep in sludge and slime, setting the shot, blasting out the coal, filling the tubs, looking out for each other, relying on each other, shouting a warning before firing the shot, crouching down, sharing the snap. The only light from a candle or an old battered colliery lamp a little light in the darkness I threw a tea towel over the lamp put the flapjacks on a plate and went upstairs to my husband Digging Deep was written and produced by Alice Collins. It starred Alison Fell as Anne, Jill Buttery as Hazel, and Day Ridley as Phil. This production was edited and directed by Peter Beeston. Copyright Cornucopia Radio, 2010.